Oh shit, are we already live? Oh great! Okay, good! Hello! And welcome to the Pixel Raider Land Party. Apparently, because somebody likes to hit the trigger every freaking time. God. God, you're the worst. So, uh, I'm your host, Will. Hello. Hola. So I'm joined by Antonio today. The other host. The other, the other, other host. We've got um, a pretty good episode for you tonight. We are going to talk a lot about um, a couple of our favorite new games. We're going to cover a little bit about the industry and a couple things coming out um, and have come out that you probably have uh, either heard about or or are going to hear about because we're going to friggin' talk about it. Um, so why don't we dive in with uh, what have you been playing, Antonio? What Let's have go. I been playing? Let's see. Uh, well, on home console, primarily just Subnautica. Yep. Which we'll, yep. Dive, which we'll <laughs> dive into. God, I hate you so much. Yep, we're going to dive into it. Dive into Subnautica. See what I did Some people are like, I don't get it with Subnautica. We're going to, oh God, I cannot wait to talk about it. This game Sub, is so Sub, good. Subnautica is all kinds of Aquatica. It is fantastic. We're <laughs> going so to... We're going to talk all about it, yeah. So I'm going to shut up about it right now. <laughs> but I've been playing a lot of that uh, post-update. And on handheld, I've actually been playing uh, Sonic Generations and Sonic 1 on 3DS, uh, the 3D version. Because one of the things I posted was, uh, this will be part of a news topic, but... Um, Sega and Nintendo are having a big sale on um, the eShop with all of Sonic's games, so they're like 60% off. So I oh, picked wow. up Sonic 1 for like two bucks. Nice. Yeah. Wow, and really and great. Yeah, and Generations was like 10 down from 30, so. Mm, so yeah, I've been, I've been should, uh... playing some Blue Blur. My wife even played with me a bit. She played a little Sonic. I, uh, my wife doesn't play a lot of games, as I've said frequently in this podcast. I still love you. But, um, man, when we play Sonic 2 together, things get heated. And she becomes she becomes sassy. and That's when the threats come out. That's when you really yeah. know who your significant other is, is when you yeah, man. game together. I should have played Sonic 2 with her before I married her. <clears throat> yeah, that, I mean, I feel like that would have answered so many questions you had. You know, like, are we compatible? Um, Apparently not, because everything's, everything's my fault. Uh, when we're when we're playing, I'm always the one who pushes her off a ledge in a platform, even though that's impossible. I think that's sort of the generalized rule of things. Is she's already already right, but uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets ugly. I usually say something like, "Oh, I lost all my rings," and you know her her, her typical response is over and over, just mm. like this. Oh, that's a shame. Because <laughs> she's been making you do it on purpose. Yeah. God. So yeah, uh, Sonic One, um, which is so good, still holds up to this day. Great that's game. That's one of the most amazing classics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have so many memories with that and uh, Sonic Two and Streets of Rage and all those different Genesis games. That's some good stuff. Rage. Yeah, and uh, so much Subnautica. Yep. Oh oh oh! Wait, no, that was a, that was like two weeks ago. I played Inside. Never mind, just kidding. Well, no, no, tell me about it though, because I want to know. I've been watching some YouTubers play. So Inside is the game just that came up in question here. But yeah, by Play in, Dead, the guys who made Limbo. The, and it's it's like, is it a direct sequel? Is it a no? It's a complete it's a completely different game. 
Okay. Uh, they've been making it for the past six years. Mm. The atmosphere is amazing. Uh, they know the atmosphere. It's weird. It's creepy. The whole time you play the game, you have absolutely no idea what the hell is going to happen next. Uh, and I don't really want to dive into a whole lot because the game goes to some weird places, especially at the end. And uh, Tristan beat it, and I beat it. Is it very uh, short? Is it a long game? You can beat. They say you can beat it in like three hours. I beat it in a day, but I was doing stuff, you know, in between quite a bit. So okay. like probably three, four hours you can a beat it. It's a, short, it's a short game. It's twenty bucks. Replayability. Um, I don't, I don't think so. It's like it's like limbo in there. It's it's an experience and then you're yeah, done. Yeah, it's an experience and then you're okay. done because right. the, the puzzles only have one way to solve them. Um. The level, the level design was great. The puzzle design was great because not, I never felt like in a puzzle I had no idea how to solve it or what to do. And right. the, uh, they don't point you to the solution, but uh, you sort of have to. You can, you can it figure out. it out, and it's, um, it, it was great design. Uh, but that ending was just weird. And Tristan and I talked about it, and we were like, he, he, he texted me, he goes, I don't get it. I said, yeah, me either. I was hoping you would because I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about picking it up. I really want to add it to my library. I did just buy um, a couple of new games, which I'll actually tell you about in a minute. But um, It's good, though. We really liked it. I've got um, some things in my docket first. Just not really replayable. Oh, mm. I'm stoked because Tuesday, a game that I got a couple weeks ago is making its way to PS4, Hyperlight Drifter. I've heard this. I want to play that game. Yo, it's I like hit it. it's it's hard. It's fun though. It's like kind of like Zelda, uh, and kind of like the first Zelda with how brutal the first first one was. I'm gonna say something really blasphemous real quick. I love Zelda. It's also somewhat obnoxious somehow. <laughs> playing playing Zelda, I'm like I really like don't have time for all the bullshit that this game is making me do. And I, I, I like I know that's not like a normal gamer thing to say because Zelda is one of the classics. But I also know that when I go back and I play even Wind Waker or something like that, I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm spoiled now because I'm used to fast travel. I'm used to mm-hmm. doing something in the meantime, and I find myself like looking at my phone trying to friggin' like surf the net while I sail somewhere or I run across to the thing or like skip through friggin' dialogue that I don't care about because I've heard it a million times. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. Is it like that, or are we talking like interest holding and retro style platformer? Well, style since, since you brought up dialogue, you're gonna love the fact that there's none. Great. No dialogue. Not one line of text in the game at all. I like there that. There are animated 2D cutscenes. Not um, even on the menus. You can't even. You don't even have anything in the menus. Volume Probably some like stupid stuff like that, but like okay. not, not a whole lot else. I'd like, be really proud. It's like, damn, that is nothing in the way of story. Nothing in the way of story. Not one word of story. It's all these little cutscenes. Um, but but there is a story that you follow along with. Yeah, kind kind of kind of sort of. But anyway, 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 I don't want to get into that. So those that's what I've been playing: Sonic and Subnautica. We'll okay. start with S's. What about what about the uh, thing we talked about last episode or the weekend before on your phone? Phone game. My phone. Hmm. Let's see. It's phone game. Seems popular with the kids. Throws you back to 1996. Snapchat? That's the one. Okay. It's a good one. Pokemon yeah. Snap. 
Chat. Pokemon Snap chat. No, Pokemon Go. Yeah, uh, I've been playing that. Um, what level are you now for the for those out of there curious? Uh, close to no. 15. Nothing crazy. Okay, cool. That's, I think that's respectable. That's where I'm at. Not too I'm bad. 14. Um, I, I haven't played the past theories. couple of days. Um, I, I have some theories about it. We're going to talk about it because I want to know. I this is part of the thing I want to get into is Pokemon Go the later weeks and see how it's developing and what the interest is like and the state of the industry and we'll just we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But that's good to know. Right, and with uh, the latest uh, iOS 10 beta, I can now use AR mode, which is super super cool. Much I know better. everyone else already knows that. Yeah, but now I know that. Welcome to the future. After yeah, being in the beta, it's great. That's, that's funny. Cool. So what have you been playing? Well, um, I've been playing. I've got actually eight things on my list, so I'm going to tell you about all the games that I play because I have no life outside of work and uh, hanging out with uh, my girlfriend. But the she plays with me, so it's pretty good. But the the most important recent game that I've been playing is Duskers, um, and I right. finally did post my my article. So those of you waiting for my written word, uh, Duskers is now available to you uh, to. Peru, so please check that out if you have not done that on Pixel. I just I, I just want to butt in here real mm. quick and uh, say that you should definitely read it. It's easily your best written piece of work on the website today. It's really? really good. Yeah, man. From the beginning, I was like, oh shit, like you painted a really good picture, and I was sucked in, man. You were like, that's actually like some a, really good, really good feedback because nobody yeah. nobody tells me about these things. That's very. This is this. Great. This is very this is very positive specific feedback. I love that. This is almost like we're trained on how to give that, but that wouldn't be that would be insane. But that's oh, really great. <laughs> no, but it's really good. It's a really good written piece of work. Uh, nice. It's it's a long uh, article. Yeah. But um, it's like it, I feel like it's a, it almost reminds me of my Steamworld heist one because it mm. was long, but it was thorough, and yours was really thorough. Uh, so we're cranking out some, I, I'd say, really good stuff lately. Some of our best stuff. I would agree with you. I'm so, uh, looking uh, for an yeah. increase in time to donate to more articles because I got a lot to say. Um, so that's why I've been trying to write bigger pieces each time I pause one. Anyway, enough for the circle jerk. It's a great article. Thank you, Antonio. <laughs> uh, please, uh, please do read it because I, I did like uh, playing that game. It is actually one of my favorite games so far. Um, you got me really interested in it. This year, actually, I would say this year is in my contenders of top five. Um, just game grabbing titles, uh, time grabbing titles that I love. Um, so I would definitely check it out. It's called Duskers. Um, you can read my synopsis online, but the short, short and sweet version is that you are a drone operator. You're in deep space. There's some crazy shit out there, and it's all command line interface. There is no point and click. There is no drag and drop. There is no moving around with the controller. It is literally telling your drones to go in this room because you typed the command. And when you don't close the door, you get messed up. It's an amazing game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of Duskers, I, I, I probably put like 30 or 40 hours into that so far since the last time we talked about it. It's insane. Um, I've also been playing The Witcher 3. I'm still playing The Witcher 3, those of you following along. Oh, this my is God, really? In January, we spoke about this, like the first podcast I was talking about it. I am finally at level 35, and I'm about to start the new content, and I have completionist everything, every single quest, except for like one, which is the friggin' stupid beginning episode quest. Um, like, find out who set the house on fire in Whitehaven or whatever. Like the, like the little like starter zone that mm -hmm. you then immediately leave and then you fail the quest if you didn't do it. Like I failed that one because I didn't give a shit. I was like, we'll start the game. Um, but everything else is done. I'm level 35. I'm about to start the new Hearts of Stone expansion. 
I'm going to write a thing about Hearts of Stone, and then I'm going to write a thing about um, Blood and Wine because I know it's amazing. Um, I've heard such good things about it, but I'd love to just get my take on it. And uh, I'm finally high enough level to do it and not feel like a scrub. In The Witcher 3, oh my god, it is the third time I have bought and played this game. For fuck's sake, I need to play new content, finally. So, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can see where you're coming from there, for oh sure. Oh my god, it's, I literally, it's something like replay again for the third time. Um, so I need something new. Anyway, um, Subnautica, we're going to talk about Subnautica. I've been playing so much Overwatch as well. I'm really excited about the updates with Anna. Am I am I crazy for still not picking that up? You guys are um, playing it. Yes, I, think you, I actually think you are. I, I think yeah. at this point there has been enough hype about it. There has been enough sustained interest in the game. There has been enough of us playing the game to tell you about how great it is. If you pick up that game, you will have something to do for at least the next two and a half months before yeah. you get bored. I mean, I think, assuming you know, we're obviously we're in the game industry. We like to play these things. We're talking about all this stuff as it comes out. We we've got to stay on the the. Not necessarily cutting edge of games, but blah, blah, blah. We play a lot of stuff. Overwatch, I think, has still enough desire to keep playing it. And I think it's got the same kind of pull that Team Fortress 2 did um, yeah. for a very long time on Steam and that there are still communities out there that play it, still communities to play Counter-Strike. It's that that same level of pull. It might still have that, that. Which, is, which is cool. I think I'm going to hold out until uh, No Man's Sky comes out and you know we see what everyone thinks of it. That may be an interesting choice. I'm curious. Because, well, because... We, you know, I'm more of a, a, a single player uh, yeah. kind of guy, so we'll see. That's fair. I, I mean, I'm interested in No Man's Sky as well for the sake of. I'm also. Uh, it looks like it cautious. looks great, but I don't have a, uh, a PlayStation, so I'm gonna have to live vicariously through you. But I. Um, it on PC too. That's not a bad idea. I didn't actually think of that. I should do that. You're welcome. Okay, great. Thanks for ruining my life. I appreciate that. Yeah, no <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I do think that it would be worth your time to pick up Overwatch. I think it is. And I actually okay. feel really bad about what's that other game that came out? I don't even remember the name of because I feel I'm an awful person. But the other I'm, game that came out, Battleborn. Battleborn. Battleborn Yo, that's on, that was on sale for 34 bucks. I feel so that. bad for those developers, man. They dropped it at the exact oh. worst time. The exact worst time. I just, I they couldn't have planned that worse. And I think, I think they were thinking that it would have a better, um, a better receipt. Yeah. By the by the game industry, and I, I just felt bad that Overwatch just bowled them over. And I can't blame them either because Overwatch is dope. So I don't know. I need to give it a chance. I'll probably buy it on sale. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So Overwatch. Halfway through my list. We're going. We got Overwatch. Uh, I've been playing some more Space Trekkers. Somehow I got sucked back into um, um, that game because it's amazing. I'm totally blanking on the name of the game now. Do you remember what it's called? Rebel Galaxy? No, no, no. Rebel Galaxy is great too. But this is uh, this is the other one. We're actually like, I think, oh, Elite Dangerous. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Elite Dangerous. Um, there was an update that came out. Um, I don't know that it's for Xbox, but I don't know that it's not for Xbox. Um, where there are alien probes that you can come across that when you scan them, scan you back, and there's an audio spectrograph that it sends you that's a map to a home planet world, and you can find those coordinates and go. So there's like this big community Reddit thread talking about like how do you find the probe home world, um, and I think it's because they've added in like another species, and it's crazy cool. Um, Pokemon Go, obviously. I'm not going to say too much about it. I have my thoughts. We're going to talk about that in a minute. 
I also bought some board games because I'm that kind of nerd too. Um, <laughs> so I got this game called Above and Below. Um, it's a board game. I'm not going to get into it because that's not the point of this podcast, but it's really cool. You should check that out if you're into like little role-playing kind of type games. Um, for some reason, I bought Mahjong tiles, uh, and they're infinity heavy. I don't know how they're so heavy, but they're made of like lead. So <laughs> each, this tile set's like 50 pounds, and it's not that big. It's like it's like a box. Hang on. Oh my god! It's like it's like this. It's this thing is like is like what? a good 20 pounds. And That's it's crazy. Just tiles. There's like friggin' nothing in here. It's like a laptop from 1995. So, <laughs> um, or, or Adele one from now. Or Adele from right this minute. Um, HP somehow has that beat with the weird slidey smush. Yeah, I saw that one. I'm not sure about that. Anyway, um, so I've been playing that, and then I have a weird desire to sink back into Soma. Did you ever play Soma? Yes. You never beat it. A little Soma. bit. That's right. We talked no. about it. We, we did. did. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, for those of you out there unfamiliar with Soma, it is a really interesting underwater uh, experience mm -hmm. in that you... It's horrifying. It it actually is one of the most terrifying games I've played in a good long time. Yeah. You deal with existentialism. You deal with suffocation. You deal with death on a grand scale. You deal with the Star Trek problem. I won't talk about it unless you've played it. I, I just yeah, just cut it off there for those of us. Read, those people read who my review. Played. My review is on the website. If you're interested in Soma, S O M A, um, check it out. It's on Steel. I think it's on Steel um, probably right now, or if not, it's actually pretty cheap. But it's a great game. It is one of um, it's made by the Chinese Room, I think. Mm -hmm. God, I think so. Um, it's the people who made Amnesia, um, which I think is the Chinese Room, and they they did an exceptional job making this game. So if you haven't played it, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Check it out. It's fantastic. And read my review if you're interested in some more perspective. I won't get into it here, but that's kind of my, my recent right update. Right on. Right on, right on. So what's in the news, man? What's new in the All news? Right. Let's see what we got for the recap. Tell me about uh, it. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Had a bunch of updates. Uh, the servers are more stable. It came out in Japan. Came out in France today or yesterday, I just read. Um, so yeah, they've been launching in a bunch of other countries. Uh, almost every time they launch in those countries, uh, we couldn't log in. Yeah, so for today, for today, it actually seemed pretty smooth. And I think they said it launched in France today. Do you um, think they've been putting more money into the servers? Oh, absolutely. They had to have been. They had to have been. The biggest so. thing is the biggest thing is if if you are playing with a Google account, usually you can log in no problem. For those of you who are like me, who are playing on your Pokemon Trainer Club account. There's really not a good reason why that I can see, so I wish I didn't do it because their servers suck yeah. and they get crippled pretty easily. At Gmail least for the time being, going a little better. You know what I think it is? Um, Gmail servers actually is how Niantic used to operate with um, uh, Ingress. Ingress, they used yeah. Gmail servers, and so they actually have, a, I bet, a bigger um, infrastructure there than Pokemon Go servers did. Yeah. Or Pokemon Club account. I mean, whatever it's called. Uh, you want to talk about the Overwatch updates? I do. I do want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I saw. So recently, um, for those of you, you who got a, you got a squeaky game, chair. I do. I'll, I'll stop. I'll lean back. I'll lean forward. Yeah, I'm um, like a WD forty. I appreciate that. So I'll just I'll just spit some lube on it. So um, Overwatch recently updated a um, an interesting patch which allowed competitive play. So twenty five level or higher, you can join in competitive play. Um, I didn't have that before. No, it did not. It had open play and it had a weekly brawl, 
Um, right, at least so what was open play. Open play. Oh, wait, no, because the game wasn't competitive, right? It was all objective-based? Right, it was all objective-based. Now, um, okay. the competitive um, the competitive play update for Overwatch um, added in a couple of things, but I think it's the fact that you can earn credits for um, interesting armor pieces. So kind of like the Division decided to add in Phoenix coins or whatever for doing super difficult whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the competitive play patch update included these additional coins and the coins allow you to unlock gold tier armor and gold tier weapons and gold tier stuff but they're really expensive like you have to play so many games you can earn one gold coin per win and to unlock one gold weapon on one character is a hundred gold coins wow. so you can imagine that in order to unlock a gold tier set of like armor, weaponry, you know, icons, whatever, for just one person, that's so many matches, which I guess makes sense, but it's also, you know, it's it's just like, it, an excessive amount of wins. Is it purely cosmetic? All of it's cosmetic, there's, just there's like no, anything there's, else. There's no stats, cosmetic. right? There's no stats in that game. No okay, stats. That's what I so it's always been cos cosmetic. You do have a ranking now, okay. um, so you can determine what ranking you are, and it'll try to match you with players who are. Um, you know, like leveled with your stats. Um, and that I like because I think that you should be with someone who's close enough to your skill mm -hmm. that um, you're not missing out on anything or, or you're not fighting against someone who's too weak or way too strong. Um, so competitive play update is a really cool thing. They also did add Anna, a new character. I saw that. Who apparently is Farah's mom, hmm. uh, which is interesting because I feel like you know, if you're a hero and then you're like off to hero school and your mom's like, okay, honey, but I packed you a lunch, don't forget. And then she got recruited also. You're like, mom, stop smothering me. That's the kind of thing that I imagine Farrah's going through um, at the moment. So I just, I, just, I just can't imagine that's good for her. But it seems like she's a really cool character and actually has a lot of cool powers. Um, she's a sniper support class. There is a knockout gun she's got. She's got, um, I think, like a little heal dart, something like that, to like boost up your teammates. Um, but she's got a lot of cool, cool things. But she's a nice additional sniper support class that is not as exclusively in the dark shadows as um, Widowmaker, mm -hmm. which I like. And I, I think it just adds a little extra to the game. So um, there are some new updates coming. Uh, Blizzard has been hinting and pretty much directly saying there's going to be a lot new cool stuff coming soon for the game, and I'm really excited for it. This is one of those games that has just got me so hooked so fast. So um, I'm excited to see where we go. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, Nintendo? What else? Yeah, because this was this was last week. Uh, so Nintendo, what? completely out of the blue, announced an ultra-compact mini NES called the classic uh and it comes with 30 games 30 really good games including mario one and three zelda one and two um, and a bunch of others um it uses a gamepad that's pretty much an identical copy of the original nes gamepad uh except it plugs into it could plug into like a wiimote um and you okay. can actually plug it into the wiimote and use it for virtual console games on Wii and Wii U. Uh, cool. 
Yeah, you can buy the controllers individually for ten bucks. The system itself is sixty. It goes on sale. That's pretty good. That's like a that's November nice, or something. That's a nice low price for gamer friends. Yeah. If you're looking for gifts, like that's actually a really cool. Man, Nintendo's on the ball right now. I don't know what they're doing, but their stock has just exploded. And well, I, a lot of that, that most of that was Pokemon Go. Most of that's Pokemon and speculation on what they're doing. So I don't know. Yeah. If that's smart. But I'm not. I'm not here to talk about stocks. But the. Uh, the classic NES, that's an interesting idea. I am actually very interested in that. Is HDMI input output? HDMI is the only thing it's got, yeah. <laughs> Thank God, because they're, mm-hmm. they have a history of leaving weird old connectors on stuff oh, for and, far and too each, long. Each game also has its own game save state, which oh, great. is cool. Yeah. Um, I think they can afford to do that. We're in the yeah, I, 16. Yeah, there's a big there's a big write up I did on the website if you want to check out more details. Um, and I'm gonna update it with some photos because there were I think it was Comic Con they had it next to an original NES, um, and oh my God, you can see the difference. The mini NES is literally about like as wide as the original controller. It's super tiny. <laughs> it's so small. That's so but, small. But it also keep in mind there's no internet internet connectivity. You can't put a NES game in it. It's strictly those 30 games, and that's it. But that's still, okay, though. I mean, I feel like that's cool, what though. it's for. You know, it's like, hey, let's go back in time real quick. Let's have a self-contained retro box, and mm-hmm. we're going to make it work, and that's it. Which is interesting because I was listening to another podcast, and they said it's crazy to think that Nintendo released this system with 30 of its best games for $60, and yet on their digital storefronts, they charge like 5 bucks a game. <laughs> yeah maybe they i don't know it's the way it works i mean you can't price that thing at any more than 60 no, i think they probably no. knew no one would care they wouldn't if they, say, if they said 100 bucks people would be like no yeah. 60 is a good price point 60 is within the realm of i don't have the money for that right the second but i will probably buy that yeah as opposed to uh, 100 bucks you're like do i need that i don't know i need that yeah so that was a big deal for them yeah, uh they, they probably thought about it for a while yeah, for the fiscal year, they posted like I think it was four billion uh, revenue. Damn. And uh, their profit was like two hundred and fifty million or something. Damn. So it's a profit. Which That's is good. good. Yeah, finally in the green, man. They could. Just, they need yeah. it. I think they've been in yeah. the red for so many years. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed. fingers crossed. I mean, crossed. obviously they've uh, had just revenue in the background. They can just pull on. Bless you. Bless you. So fingers crossed, uh, NX, you know, keeps them in the green and really takes off. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Yo, you put your Duskers review up. I did. Check that out. Definitely read that. Uh, we'll also put finally in the notes here. I did. Uh, what about Microsoft? Microsoft did a thing. So this was cool. Uh, so they, I also did a small write up about this. They announced uh, the Xbox One S two terabyte model will be available August second. For the price of three ninety nine. Now, a lot of people have been asking, well, what about the smaller SKU, uh, like the one terabyte model? No date on that yet. So, no ETA, no idea. Okay. Um, and today, they actually just dropped the price of the original Fat Black Xbox One that to two forty nine. Two forty nine. That's that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good, actually. And right now, Amazon is offering. Uh, on top of that, they're giving you a thirty dollars gift card, so you can buy a game with that or something. Great. Um, usually, from what I've seen, though, in all honesty, the best deals you can get on the Xbox One are 
not surprisingly, off Microsoft's website. They'll mm -hmm. usually bundle like a bunch of games with it. So or in the Xbox Store or something like that. Yeah, shop around. But two forty nine. I mean, what? We're two years in the in the console life cycle. That's half of what it cost when it launched. That shit was five hundred dollars. That's true. That was a really big. Now that was when it had Connect, but still the Force so Connect, mind you. Right. So even Sans Connect from what like a year ago. So a year later, it went from three ninety nine to two forty nine. Hmm. I mean, it's not going to go below that. But they're also gearing up to launch the new Xbone right. or whatever. But if you don't care about the 4K video content and you don't care, you don't have an HDR TV and you don't care about having a slightly bigger box, uh, Xbox One, the original one, is a great deal. It really is. Um, if you're worried about you know hard drive space because it only has an internal 500 gig drive, just spend 70 bucks on like a two terabyte. USB 3 external, and that'll work great. Um, and it's quiet. It's quieter than my PS4. It really is. It's a super silent machine. Uh, you know, I made, I gave them a lot of shit for it being really, really huge. Um, and obviously, this was in retaliation to the uh, red ring of death on Xbox 360 that cost them, cost them over four billion dollars. Yep. I, uh, I got to give props to Bomber for doing the right thing there. Uh, for you know. People, people have spent a lot of money on that, yeah. Um, and the system's big, and it has a ginormous fan if you haven't seen it. But yeah. uh, whisper quiet. Man, I remember... It really is a, a quiet little system. Real I quiet. spent many a night repairing friends' Xbox 360 devices with the ring of death. And looking back on it now as like a certified technician, I'm like, dear God, what was I doing? That was a terrible decision. Yeah. But, oh my God, uh, drilling into the MOBA... And just like clamping mm. down uh, a heatsink yep. onto, the, onto the processor as hard uh -huh. as I could onto that GPU because I didn't have any thermal paste. So I was like, I bet if I put way more, <sighs> you didn't put thermal paste on. Oh, hell no, man! I just squished it together and I cranked it down with torque screws until it had enough pressure to flex the board and stop doing the rendering of death because oh, it could Jesus pull the heat away. Christ. It was oh, great. Oh my god! It was great. It worked for like it actually like worked for a good amount of time. It's totally, totally janky. Don't ever do that. But I, I admittedly, but by the way, that's the recap for those wondering. I admittedly mm. didn't have that issue because by the time I got my 360, uh, I got the Halo 3 edition, so mm. that had the Jasper chip they call it, which was a smaller uh, nanometer process. Yeah. Um. So I didn't fortunately have any red ring of death, but everyone else did. God, so. I think it was the worst. I love my 360, but that, that problem was the worst. But I love the interface and everything on the 360 more than PS3. Man, I hate going back to my PS3. That interface, that cross-media bar sucks. It's so slow. I always, I'm Xbox fan for a good long time, and it's almost always exclusively because of the controller. Actually. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I don't care about interface. I don't care about, like, the game selection on PlayStation I've always wanted to do. I could never play, bring myself to play the DualShocks. I know their policy was I, like, have you tried the four? It. Have you tried the 4? I have. Yo, the four is so good. It's just, so much better the Xbox than the Xbox One, man. I just the Xbox One controller fits. It feels right. It feels right to me. That's, that's right. fair, man. Hey, that's, um, that's fair. if I bought oh, yeah. one, I would I would retrofit with the Xbox like patch over one. You know, because they make the third party. Do you, Do you think you're going to get the uh, Elite One ever? The Elite controller? I don't know about that. I that's I a bit think it's a lot. I think that I'm not necessarily in the market for new consoles until my Xbox One dies out. Yeah. Um, and when my Xbox One dies out, I will really have to think hard about whether I, I replace it or get something new. 
because I you also got to imagine buying a new system, you're looking at dropping so much more money on additional game inventory, which I have so much of now that I wouldn't be able to play anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, how often do you go back is the argument, but still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the topic, which is just something that excites us. We wanted to go through it. Oh, my God. It's so good. Which Subnautica. is Subnautica. Yeah. Oh, so, such a good game. So we're going to talk about what it is. We're going to talk about why we love it. We're going to talk about what's coming with it. And we're going to talk about just friggin' just water, dude. Just underwater, bro. Underwater beauty. It's great. And horror. And uh, and and the nonviolence part of it as well, which I kind of actually very much respect. Yeah, so, I agree. They're 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 not budging on that. I that. like I like that. All right, so let's talk about it. So, what is Subnautica? I'm going to toss it back to you. What is Subnautica? Well, if I had to describe Subnautica, it is a survival, not so much horror, although it can be. You know, I suppose you could you could it, it could be a little scary at night, but it's not gory, so it's not like horrors and blood and gore and all that crap. Um, I'd say it's more of a survival game. Uh, yeah. So you're, right now it's in Xbox preview and Steam early access, so there's really not like a cutscenes and story and anything crazy. It's just kind of like, here's the game. <laughs> so your, your loading screen is your ship uh, barreling towards what looks like Earth, but it's some planet. Uh, and then you wake up in this pod that is on fire. Um, yeah, I don't know if I should really get into it. I'm doing a write-up of it, so should I do? Should I get into it? Yeah, get into it. Yeah, 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 into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so you wake up yes. in this pod and everything's on fire, and you're strapped into this seat. So you unstrap yourself, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And there's an extinguisher on the ground. So you pick up the extinguisher and you put out all the flames, and then you're like, "Well, now what do I do?" Because the game doesn't tell you. A goddamn thing. It, it doesn't you, tell you anything. It tells you nothing. It doesn't tell you how anything works. It doesn't tell you anything. You're just in this pod. And you some, don't buttons, know. some buttons aren't even mapped, and they need to be mapped for you to do things in the game. Yeah, I found that out when I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't found reload that out a battery. I couldn't reload a battery in my uh, in my sea glide. I was I like, look that shit up. I was like, what the hell? So I had to look it up. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you just have to map it to the X button. And I was like, why do I have to map the reload button? How did they forget that? <laughs> the X button had nothing. Why did they map it? <laughs> I think so they, just, I mapped it. they pushed it and they were like, oh, shit. Do you think anybody noticed? It's fine. It's fine. They'll figure it out. That's what the, that's what the community is for. But that's anyway, we'll get, into the, we'll get into the community aspect because that's actually something that's really cool. So yeah. you're in this pod. You put out the fire and then you're like, shit, what do I do? So you need to restore power to your um, communications, uh, what do they call it, uh, panel thing. Mm -hmm. um, but to do that, you need a welder. And you're like, okay, great. So now I know I need a welder. How the hell do I make that? Mm -hmm. So you just kind of walk around the pod like, oh, what is this thing on the wall? Oh, well, this thing is obviously a med kit pack because it has a medical, you know, obvious med kit sign on it. You're like, all right, so I grab a med kit pack. You're like, oh, <laughs> what's this thing that looks like this weird-ass flotation backpack device? Yeah. Oh, it's called the fabricator. Huh. Well, you could probably make stuff with that, and you'd be right. So you dive into the fabricator, <laughs> and then it gives you, like, these three things. So you've got your – your uh, oh, God, I wish I had – I should have taken little notes. You have, like, your crafting, like, materials – and then yeah. you've got your like equipment, but, but each one each one segments into something. Yeah, it branches out. Yes, yeah. so you've got your main categories, yeah. which are like pretty much uh, basic materials. So you've got materials. Then you have pretty much what's like uh, equipment, right? Uh, 
uh, stuff like that. And then the third one is like vehicles, deployables, something mm, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, deployable, something like that. Or, or like so, personal items and tools. So so you dive into Ooh. the first one, you're like, yeah, you dive into the first one, you're like, okay, so I've got like copper, I've got silver, I've got all these different things. You're like, all right, so these are the ores and all that stuff. You're like, all right, so that's what I use to craft stuff. All right, all right. So then you dive and you get out of that menu and you dive into the other one. And it branches out between uh, tools and equipment. So equipment stuff you can equip to yourself, right? So that's like your diving gear, mm -hmm. your helmet, your fins, which you don't have because you're a poor ass diver. You're just, no, some, you're just some. You're like, just some schmuck ship engineer who loves to go underwater. And you're you were you were cleaning it. You were cleaning the urinals, and now you're. Somehow you lucked out cleaning the urinals because you made it onto escape pod. So whatever you did on the ship, <laughs> good, you good were for good you. At it. Yeah, nice job. You earned your promotion, which is alive. Yeah, so, you're awesome. not dead like everyone else seems to be. Um, so then you dive in and you, and you find the because then you go in the tools and you're like, oh, there's the welder. And then you're like, all right, so I need this, this, and this. It, it does tell you what each item needs, which is good. So what's but, funny is I don't know if you knew this, but in the first release of the game. I don't remember it, like I don't remember you being able to pull up the menu at any time to see how to make those things. Oh, you mean like in I don't PDA? think that was there. I'm pretty I, sure you're right. Because right. I, sure right I had an ongoing note on my phone. I was like, all right, I need the weather, so I need this, this, and this. And then it's like, okay, I need a battery. Well, what the hell do I need to make a battery? So I have to go into the electronics. Like, all right, so for a battery, I need uh, two. Acidic mushrooms and, and copper. Uh, copper ore. It's sad that we know that. I do. I was like, I, know. I was like, all right, because you make so many batteries. So I was like, all right. But now is the last update that came out. Uh, so I was playing for a while, and then I went in the PDA, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Now it's just pulled up there all the time. So I was, I don't need this note that I've been taking all day. It's true. I like their. I, I do like the new update has added in a couple of things, and I think that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it today because the new update added. Enough substantial. To really, it was so substantial. Really jump back in, although obviously there comes those problems. You have to map the X button. Well, let me talk, can I talk about the biggest problem quick. Yes, let's start. It's not that. really a problem. It's to be expected when you play an early access game. But so when it came out, you and I loved it. Uh, did I? Am I the one who turned you on it? I told you about it. I had so, I had heard about it, but you because I had heard about it. Yeah, so good. You're welcome. Yeah. So <laughs> I would yeah. play it and. It, it wasn't optimized. It was basically just like, hey, we got it up and running. Here it is. What do you think? And on the Xbox, the poor old Xbox, you would swim and you would freeze for a split second and swim or do whatever and freeze for a, for a split second. As it loaded the world around you. The whole time you played, right? You would dive down and the map would just pop in like like PS2 style. Awful. Flying through, flying through GTA 3 kind of Awful. popping in like really bad. Uh and just a lot of things didn't make sense and you would have to keep harvesting these materials to keep creating these batteries because you couldn't charge them there's no way to skip the night the night cycle because there's day night cycle night cycle is terrifying night cycle is not only terrifying it's actually too dark to see anything without a light source Yes, which you need a flashlight. Oh, and guess what? Flashlights take batteries. You oh, can't well, mm. non-reloadable batteries. You not can't reload so yeah, you can't reload the flashlight. You make a like, new flashlight. I have to make a new flashlight. Ah, uh, God, it was Believe awful. It. it was I awful. It. Yeah. I think I think you still have to make 
a new flashlight. No, you can reload batteries now. Oh, you can now? You okay. can. Yeah. So now, post update, Will. Go into post update. God, the post update world in this game. So before good. Before I even talk about what has been added and what hasn't added, I'm going to just give you a quick image of the game, which is because it's nice to know. If you've never played and never seen it, it's nice to know what the hell we're talking about because we get really passionate. Oh, yeah, I guess we should have did that. We should so probably talk about it. All right. So, so you are a, an engineer um, or some member of a crew on a spaceship. The spaceship is falling through space. It explodes in atmosphere. You find yourself on this life pod, right? But then you're like, well, what the hell do I do? I'm out in the middle of the ocean. So you look out. You get on top of the pod. You look around. There's the crash ship. There's sky. Every other direction. There's no birds. There's just sky. There's no land. That's and it. Ocean. Just infinite ocean. So you're like, well, I, I guess I'm going in the ocean. So you jump in the water, and immediately you're greeted by 100,000 fish. Beautiful. Beautiful ocean. Fish. Yep. Um, you're probably fish. greeted by um, big walrus-looking doofy dudes with, like, bubble tails that go, and they and come over go, to you like sea they, cows. They go, they go, they go and then they poop out these horrible stink bubbles that apparently are acidic and try to kill you. So don't touch yeah, those. Yeah, super poisonous. Found that out. Yeah. So you you basically are swimming around in this world trying not to starve to death, trying not to dehydrate to death, trying not to get murdered by things in the, in the water, trying not to, first off, suffocate because you're under the ocean and you need to breathe like a person does. Um, so getting these resources becomes quickly imperative that your main goal before anything else is, all right, how do I stay underwater longer? Because that's really the mm -hmm. biggest annoyance. So, all right, I need to make this, 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 so I can get scuba tank. So you add one scuba tank, and that adds 30 seconds of oxygen. You're like, that's not very much oxygen. So then you make another two or yeah, three scuba really, tanks. Really shitty scuba tank. Which, which are awful. But then those take up so much room in your inventory bar. Like nine or like 12 slots or something crazy. Each. Like it's insane. So yeah. you, you like – you have this grid of space you can put your stuff. Think of it like Minecraft in that you you collect inventory, you go and you build stuff with it, except instead of having a crafting table in your inventory, it's only on your life pod, period. You only can go and craft stuff on your life pod. So your life pod is your life. That's it. So you can build after a while, getting materials and making tools and creating, developing weaponry and things like that, not exactly weaponry, but developers. You can then create an entire underwater world, an entire underwater city with mm -hmm. giant rooms, columns, piping, um, hallways. Each one has Aquariums. generated a, a, an aquarium in it, um, lockers on the walls with storage for all your stuff. You, you can farm fauna now? Things. Yep, you can, oh, that's cool, I didn't know that. That's yeah, you can, you can farm flora uh, and fauna now too for resources, can, for, for food. You can explore infinitely in this game and then you can you can real quick you can collect eggs that can ha you can hatch them too in your aquariums they turn into stuff that's friendly or horrifying and one thing i want to quick say so if you're turned if you're turned off by what he said about survival and hydrogen hydrating there are options food, for there's like five different options right so the there's like the super hardcore like he's talking about and then there's one called like creative or freedom or something i think it's called freedom you, mode where you have Everything you need, you have all oh, the tools, you have all the the things unlocked automatically. You don't have to worry about breathing. I don't think you I don't even think you have to worry about breathing underwater. You worry about nothing. You literally have everything unlocked and you just explore and create. Yeah. I, I am on the tier where 
Um, I don't have to worry about food because I don't want to worry about food. I worry about that in my real life. I don't have to worry about being hydrated because I worry about that in my real life and I'm underwater. Uh, so I just worry about oxygen. Yeah. Breathing, which I that's think, is, and breathing and health, because I think that's the really big part. Health, but like, right? I agree with you. So there, there is an element of survivalism in this game, and I think it's very interesting that they have that. But it can be a tad annoying, and the reason I say that is, you have to catch fish with your freaking hands. Yeah. There aren't fishing poles in a fucking fishing game. There no aren't violence, man. nets. There aren't anything. You they should must, have nets at least. They must. You must go swimming and then try to like sneak up on a fish and grab it, and then you actually have an animation of you like holding this fish by the head yeah. until you tuck it away in your inventory, and then you can go eat it. So it's a really great game. I really love it. But that is the funniest thing to me that you have to go down there and catch like every expedition you go out before nightfall. You have to catch like four or five different types of fish so that some fish you turn into water. Some fish you turn into food, and some fish you dry out and have like jerky for trips out later. So you have to have like three different kinds of fish every time you go out in the day. And because hunting takes you ten to fifteen minutes, it's just a waste. Of, it's a waste of daylight. So I prefer, I would prefer if there was an easier way to do it. So once I get like aquariums in my little base, I'll be happier because then I can just pull food out of it. Now, real quick, as a testament to how much Will and I are really enjoying this game. So the first build, right, we had our bases set up. Mm. We were going, we were like, oh, this is so great. I had a Seamoth, mm. all these different things, which is Seamoth. What's Seamoth? Seamoth is an underwater little, like, submarine. Mm. Um, it's a single-man pod with a jet yeah. on the back. And it right scoots on. you around, and, and it's got big torch lights on the front. And it looks so adorable because you're just like, Oh, you can you know dive what? really deep. Uh, I'm gonna make a horrible nerdy reference. Um, not not like horrible in that it's nerdy. Horrible in that it's a bad reference. Um, in that it's it looks similar to the Gungan ship in Star Wars Episode One, where they're like swimming down in the deep underwater. <laughs> oh my god, it does. Yeah, it's like the kind of shit yeah. like that. Except instead of tendrils in the back, it's like a jet. Yeah. So. Um, now, so we, we got all, we got pretty far, had a good time. And then update two came out and when you boot up the game for the first time, they're like, Hey, dear player. So your game save is no longer compatible with this game because the build, the first build on the Xbox was four months or five months behind the PC. So they had so much time, so much stuff. So the big, the first big update was all about getting the content and on the, PC and Xbox parallel. They're still working on performance stuff, but it still plays better than the first one. Mm -hmm. So you boot it up for the first time, and they're like, so you can either upgrade your game save, but you're not going to be able to take advantage of a lot of these new terrain types. Until you or, go out into a new area. Right, or you could start over. So just because of the fact that like I didn't that. know what I was missing out on, I started over. And actually, I'm glad I did, because my base is so much better. Yeah. Well, I think once you time. once you play the game, the first time you play the game, you're going to die a lot. And it's annoying yeah. that when you die a lot, you lose not everything. You don't lose your tools, and you don't lose your crafting material, like guns and stuff that took a lot to build. But you do lose raw material. Like, that's just... Yeah. Um, silver is a pain in the ass. It's, it's, silver is such a pain in the butt. In Goddamn sandstone. Um, so... You're going to die a lot, and then you're going to play, and you're going to put the game down for a few days, and you're going to come back to it, and then you're going to start a new game, and you're going to be like, wow, that's much quicker, and I need a knife like right now. My knife is mm -hmm. the most important thing i got to have. So all your priorities shift into getting different things, 
I feel like the second time you play the game is when you really can take advantage of what it has to offer. But I'm really curious. Um, and I've been watching a popular YouTuber, my uh, Mark Markiplier, play his Subnautica updates. Mm -hmm. uh, and he showed me one. We were hanging out. He showed me one. Um, oh. He showed... Uh, he showed off that there's a new super suit that's coming. That's like mm, a deep submersible walker, which yeah, is I saw it. It looks cool. Um, I just if you haven't played Subnautica yet, the the, sh the long and short of this is you should play this game. Yeah, so there's no reason not to. If you have an I don't know about Steam, but if you have an Xbox, you get a one hour trial of the full game. You're not going to get anywhere in that hour. Mm. But it took me 20 minutes of diving into that ocean and being like, wow, this is beautiful. It's just it's, so it's, it's, horrifi it's, it's horrifying at night, but I want to stay here. It's enough. The reason that I like it so much is that you can really get lost in that ocean. Oh, it's so easy to get lost in that because you just have no idea what's anywhere. Yeah. A, a cave could take you to anything. But, like, you can get lost in it in, in two ways. You can get lost, like, physically in the world. You're just gone. But also... Yeah. You can lose yourself in time on your couch or on your computer in this just beautiful landscape, the seascape. And it's something yeah. that I don't see in other games, which actually, if you've, so interesting tie-in, if you've played Soma and you liked the underwater sequences, this is that, but that's mm -hmm. the whole game. If you've played this game and you want to know if Soma's worth playing, it is because it's this game also just 10 times scarier. So Good I love stuff. both of them. I something something about underwater, like there. It's, really, it's fascinating. It, it really, really is. There are two things in this world in games that I love the most. One of them is space because space is incredible, and the other one mm -hmm. is deep sea diving because they're both terrifying, unknown, and you require special equipment to stay there. You know what's not incredible? What your mom? Uh, Call, what yo? I'm the engine. I almost almost said it out loud i didn't my, say my, my mom has not I actually i started to and then i didn't say it i've been no, but everyone knows where that's going that's that's yeah. technically correct all right fine you win go ahead uh call of duty so you should just not play call of duty and you should get this game wait you'll be a better person for it did you say they should play call of duty no they absolutely should not they should not waste 60 dollars on that piece of crap oh the new bullshit that's and they out. should they should spend 20 dollars and get this game this is better this is much better um, I don't even know. I'm going to take a half-second tangent here to just address. There are no half-second tangents. New Call of Duty just looks so rehashed. Mm. Somebody please tell me. I want, I'm actually asking. Can somebody please tell me what the new Call of Duty offers you as a gamer? Space. Right? No, not, no, not even space. Because the, the, mm, okay, I want, well, I want someone to tell me about it. Uh, that could be you. It will not be me because I don't get. I don't give a shit about Call of Duty or Battlefield. If the, if the answer is I can fly in space, I'm gonna tell you about four to five additional other games uh, here where you go. can do that. I'm not gonna do it now. I'm gonna wait for you to ask me and tell me what Call of Duty has for you. If you, you know what, you should you should make this into a post. What does Call of Duty have for you? And then you should go into the other games that are space games that are much better. And then shooters, and then uh, no, forget shooters. Games. Just, just I'm gonna do everything. No, space. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy the game, and I'm gonna show everybody else. There's other things out there beyond Call of Duty. You should do it in like three different things, though. Not one like giant ten thousand word post, but like. Space. I'll do a Twitter. I'll do a tweet. I'll tweet for the first time ever. I'll just be like, Call of Duty, space, 
question mark and then a link and then i'll do another one there you go guns question mark and then a link and then i'll do another one and then i'm gonna get treyarch or whoever's writing this one to write me to be like please cease and desist yeah so back to subnautica yeah tell me about it well, what, what, I mean, what have you been? What have you been doing? Like, have have you been playing it since the big update? So, yeah, man. What? So, some of the things. What do you think I'm update, doing with my life? It's definitely not work. Witcher three. So, yeah. some of the things that uh, the big things that it added were uh, much better performance, a lot more uh, environment types, mm -hmm. uh, some new enemies. Uh, one which murderized me pretty quick. It Describe was the big, murderizers. They're humongous. So. I was trying, I was just, you know, in my little diving suit, I was trying to get some stand, sandstone, which is only on the floor of the of the seabed. It's very far down. And it looks just like the exact same thing that goddamn limestone is, which is everywhere. For like every one piece of silver that's in sandstone, there must be like 50 pieces of limestone that can have titanium, all those other things. So when you find a sandstone... It's a big deal because you can get silver ore from it, and you need that to make like computer chips and, and shit if like that. You need to build pretty much anything worth having. Yeah. So I get some silver ore. I'm all the way down, and a pretty deep part. Shut up, Will. I dived deep. You went too deep. Seabed. I went too deep. I'm in the seabed, right? And you got the beautiful like red kelp. It's all like oh, and it's all pretty. Oh, you in the red kelp. Yeah, I was in the red kelp because that's, oh, that's where most of the sandstone is. It's there's, some the, there's some in the green kelp areas. Yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, much, so I'm in the red kelp because there's a lot more there because you just don't know. And all of a sudden, like above me, it's just like, and it gets really dark. And I'm like, I just stop. And I'm staring straight ahead and I'm like, it's not <laughs> nighttime. I'm like, and the, ga the game also has uh, – It'll, oxygen meter. Well, yeah, an oxygen meter, but it'll also have eclipses. So oh, I'm like, this doesn't look like an eclipse either, and it just keeps big ass black shadow just keeps. Well, I'm yes. sorry. We'll we'll wait I for the so. city people to finish. I guess, I guess so. Okay. Are they done? I think, I think they're done. Okay, so this big ass black shadow is looming over me, right? Like literally taking up, like it's like just swallowing up the light. And I look up, and it is this giant stingray, which I have a screenshot of. I'm gonna put in my uh, post it. Oh, article. make it the cover. Make it the cover. I will. Uh, and it was terrifying. And I swam up to it, and nothing happened. But in this new update, this other thing that looks <laughs> I love other, the buildup for that story. For oh, nothing, nothing happened. Well, yeah, I was terrified, and I walked okay. up to it, and I, I even stabbed it with a knife, and it's just like, and just goes swimming, and I was like, oh, well, okay. So the then squid, I felt back. The things with tentacles are the worst, though. Then I felt back because it was super docile, and you know, I just stabbed it. So then I go, and later on I play. And this thing that looks like this ugly ass demented stretched out seahorse is like swimming along. I have no idea what it's called because it's new in the update. And I'm like, please don't see me. Please don't see me. It saw me. It swam up to me. I tried to swim away and it killed me in like two seconds. Oh my God. So I, I returned there because I. <laughs> demented seahorse. Yeah, I returned there. It probably doesn't look anything like that. I returned there and I got my silver ore and I thought I could get away with my sea glide. No. 
It caught me in five seconds and killed me in is one. Is it turn. really fast? Uh, it just finds you. It just comes after you, and I, I, I try to get <laughs> away from it to like Wait, get out of it its radar. Thing, is it the thing that has like lots of squid tentacles in the back, but like crazy big forearms? Maybe that sounds about right. Let me look. So you talk about it. You talk about like your experience with Subnautica, and I'm gonna look on the. Uh, My experience with Subnautica. I posted it is figuring out what the hell I'm doing as I go. Surviving oh, yeah. uh, the fact that I don't understand how to power my base. So I have this really big Oh, wait, you don't, wait you don't know how to power it? That's no, because I haven't... Well, I just built all of it, and I've been getting... So, all solar panels. Okay. I've got, like, three solar panels that, that power up everything. Just put them on the roof. Counterpoint, my game may be broken because every time I've selected um, to scan one of the items, debris... Okay, so other fun fact about the game. You have to scan debris from the crash in order to unlock technologies in full survival. Yes, there's little like tannish boxes, and you have to scan them, and they give you blueprints. And you sometimes you need like three or four blueprints to unlock something. So I've unlocked solar panels. I keep finding solar panel blocks. When I scan them, it turns into titanium, which is noted. That's what it's supposed to do. But I right. can't build a solar panel. It will not actually let me build one. So here's the thing. From what I've read from some people, because I had this problem with the fins. I was trying to build fins or something again, and it I it would I had the blueprints. It would not show up in the fabricator. It seems like a bug. Apparently, you have to <coughs> get all of the materials you need, and then it will just magically pop up and say, now you can build the fins, or now you can build the solar panel, even though you have the blueprints. Is it in the fabricator, or is it with your world builder gun? Oh, it's with the world builder gun, but you still may need to get the uh, materials. It's weird. I've also had things like show up in my inventory, like blueprint things that I've unlocked to build, and then they disappear, and then they randomly show up again. So, long story short, if you're gonna just pop down twenty bucks on the game, it's not perfect. It's still got some bugs, but it's still a lot of fun either way. Agreed. I, I definitely think it's worth picking up. I'd like the way the game is developing. I like su supporting um, alpha build games, and I think that actually a lot of the times I'm like, well, maybe you should wait for the new one. This is one of those games where I would so say support um, a dev building, and the reason I say that, um, first off, is just really great, but also Kerbal Space Program is one of the best games that I've ever supported in alpha, and so is Minecraft, and they turned into incredible things because people started buying it way in the beginning. This is mm -hmm. one of those times. It strikes me as one of those times. Um, so take advantage, 20 bucks. So this is that thing I was talking about? Oh, Jesus, what is that? That's, oh yeah, Demented Seahorse, yeah, 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 the Demented yeah. Seahorse. Okay, that's an app description, okay. Oh, so I, was, I thought it was pretty good. That's close enough, I don't know it what it's called, but that's that's horrifying. It sure, it sure doesn't swim like one. No, it's uh, it it's swims like a spawn. That's what that, that's what, ugh, ugh. There it is, there it is again. Uh, you see it? Yeah, it's, it's horrifying, and it kills you in no time. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but fun fact, so in my second base now, you can build what's called an alien containment, which is just a big, giant, sphere, like, uh, circular mm. aquarium. Um, and if you stack two multi-purpose rooms on top of each other, you can actually build the aquarium up all the way to the top, which is what I did. Can you see so three then, rooms? Yes. So you get a two-story oh. room? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? 
Yeah. I'm excited. I know I'm like, I should know this. I'm talking about. I'm you mean you, mean you can, really? can see the aquarium through the room? Yeah. Yeah. It goes, it goes up the whole way. And you can you go up to the second room and you put a hatch so you can dive into it. And then you can like – and what's cool, so let me tell you this real quick. So th this was a, a fun little like aha. So I built it all the way to the top, right? I was like, oh, cool. I have this two-story aquarium, right? And then I was like, oh, I'm going to put a hatch in so I can dive in. So I put a hatch in. And then I was like, I have these creature eggs that I found because you can find these random creature eggs. So I was like, I'm going to throw these in here and see what happens. Maybe they'll hatch. Maybe they won't. So I threw them in there, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to plant some plants in here. So I went out, and I – I cut some plants up and I planted them in the planter, which has its own inventory slot, by the way. And then I came back in like a day or so, and my things hatched. And one of them was this uh, cool-looking like stingray thing that I that I tried to catch with my bare hands multiple times, and you can't. But I got an egg of it, and I hatched it because you don't know what the eggs are; they just hatch into these things. Yeah. The other one. It just says is, monster egg. Yeah. The other one is that those horrifying. They look like uh, almost like demented, weird dolphin alligator things that like. Oh, is the the eyeball with the four in the center? It goes. No. No. Okay, great. No, it. it uh, I have a picture of it, but anyway, I hatched that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Did it murder everything in there? No, I was like, "Can I not dive in here now?" I was like, "Let me save my game and dive in here and see if it's gonna eat me." So I dive in, and if they're creatures that you catch, they're completely docile. Oh wow, that's cool. So I have my own little like hub, Horrible like, monster my, hub. Own, my, my own little beautiful biome in the giant bigger biome uh, that I'm trying to survive in. It's just such a cool, it's just such a cool concept in that you get to be out in, in the ocean. You get to have your own habitat, build it, world builder. Um, you got to try to find other people who may or may not be surviving in the water as well or on uh, land, if you happen to come across land, it's it's a really. I haven't come across thing. land. Oh, I found an island. Check it out. Here are. Here they are. Oh, dude! Can you see them? Yeah, I don't know if they're showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that weird yeah, squid yeah, yeah. little dude at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right up in here, you can see. Yeah, it. you can see it right up there. In here. The thing that tries to kill you all the time. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's really cool though. Nice man. That's a, that's cool. I, I definitely want to jump back into it. My my game plan after this is to. Um, watch this new show that we found um, about What's a cop called? drama. Uh, uh, what is that show? So good, you don't know what it's called. Great. It's called Broad Church. It's on Netflix. Broad Church. Okay. Yeah, Broad Church. It's on Netflix. It's actually really good. It's got uh, David Tennant in it, which is interesting because I'm a big David Tennant fan. As you can tell, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Let me see what the show my mom, uh, my mom, oh my God, Ooh, my wife just watched. What's that show you just saw? What's that show you just found that you like? Right. No, the other, that, that was like a year ago. The, other uh, the catch or something? The match. The match. Uh, she found some other show she likes a lot called The Match. Yeah, it's not that. This isn't that. <laughs> I know. I know that. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna probably watch that, and then I'll probably play some Sonatica before we fall asleep. So I'm I'm really excited for noise, that. Noise, noise. Oh, one more thing I want to say mm -hmm. is um, I completely forgot to say this. So this will be a nice little wrap-up, I guess. So that's pretty much our, our episode, Will and I concluded, um, through chat while we do this lovely podcast. <laughs> um, this has been episode 20. So this is 20 episodes of our official podcast. 
and we've had now yeah. four four like special episodes. So like our PAX episode was a special one. So technically in all, we've done 24 podcasts, right? Not a lot, not even 25, right? Obviously. Next week. But yesterday we broke one, our, our podcast has been listened to over a thousand times. That's really sad. That's awesome. Actually. That's, That's really exciting. Cool. That's only including the website, like listening on the web, uh, the web player that I embed, and iTunes. That doesn't include the Google Play Store, the Google Play Music, which we are now a part of. So I don't know enough about Google Play Music to find the podcast section in there because they just launched it. So what I do is if you go on Google and you type in Google Play Podcast, it like takes you right there. And then if you search Land Party or Picture Waiter, we're the only thing that shows up. So we are now on Google Play Music, um, and it doesn't include our YouTube uh, videos that we put up, which uh, is exciting. Um, I was I was really proud of that. So I want I wanted to thank everyone who uh, has listened. Um, Thanks for those of you who have listened to more than one episode as well. I appreciate that too. We got yeah, some listening out there, and uh, it's always fun to do it because we know people out there listen to us, and uh, I don't know, give a shit about what we have to say. So yeah, we have we have some listeners from Brazil, uh, France, one from Cyprus, which I had no idea where that was today. <laughs> today, and then my wife and I were watching House Hunters International, and there was uh, someone looking in Cyprus, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. And we were like, "Huh, we should vacation there." So shout out to that person who lives there because <laughs> where you live looks sweet, nice. Um, but yeah, it was. It's, I, it's I, exciting. I, I thought about it, and I was like, "Wow, a thousand, a thousand <laughs> downloads." A thousand listens across twenty-four, more than a thousand listens. Yeah, more than a thousand downloads. Uh, across um, twenty-four episodes is is insane. Yeah, because really cool. uh, we we've That's only been doing this for seven months. We started our first podcast episode, uh, which was titled "Most Anticipated Games of 2016" and "Dino Juice." Uh, launched which, January twenty-fourth of this which, year, which was me on my phone. With my headphones in, walking around, and I watered my plants while we were chatting. And you made cookies. And I made cookies. And I want to say uh, thank you to those people who stuck around, too, because the first like couple episodes had the most horrendous, horrible audio. I kind of really, really got on everyone's ass about getting better mics. Oh, we decided to make some investments and uh, yeah. take care of ourselves, so we have. Yeah. For you guys. Made some, made some investments. Yeah. So, uh, care about you guys. yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, what else? Did I, I think that's it, my man. I think that's about it. That's it. Nice. That's, that's it. Looking good. That's, that's it. it. Well, well, thanks for joining us for episode 20 official, episode 24 unofficial, I guess. Um, it's episode 20. You're going to confuse people. Sure. Episode 20, uh, the one where we talk about all the games in Subnautica and, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to talking to you next week. We're going to get the whole game back together soon. Um, life events unrolling means that we got we to gotta go with it, but I think we're going to try to make a promise to be up every week as best we can um, just to make yeah. sure we get it out because we think it's important life, to talk about. Life got a little crazy. And speaking of uh, life getting crazy, uh, you guys may remember Alex. He may possibly be coming back to the podcast soon. He's had a big crazy life move, so uh, – he said he's ready he's to now our, on. He's now our West Coast correspondent, so we're going to have to figure out the hours to work with him. He might have to 
do it during work, which would be fine by us. So no problem. Yeah, fine by us. I mean, what does he really do at his job? Yeah, other it's just, it's just a social media expert. It's fine. Yeah, um, some stupid social media website. So thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, I've been Will. I'm Antonio. Reach out to us on Twitter or uh, shoot us an email at podcast.pixelator.com. Actually, somebody please tweet me about why you want to get the new Call of Duty so we can have a conversation about it because I'm so curious. I really am, and I could be convinced. You know what? I'll even open it up. If you make a good enough argument, I'll buy the game. And that's the first Call of Duty that I've ever bought. Do you say Call of Duty? Call of Duty. It'll be the third yeah. Call of Duty that I've ever bought because I got suckered into it before. That's all it is is to do. Call of Duty. Oh. You know what I'd like to see from all of our listeners? I want you all to tweet uh, Will um, horrible, horrible your mom jokes and just flood his Twitter timeline. I deserve that. Your mom jokes. Uh, and just just send him the like the worst your mom jokes you can think of. To make I'll favorite happy. and retweet each one that comes in. Uh, I would love to see that. That would make me happy. So uh, so bring him on. It's been a great episode. All right, man. As always, take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers.